Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Wrestling with Stooges. This might be the biggest episode of Wrestling with Stooges in the history of Wrestling with Stooges. <laughs> in the past month, two months, we've been doing this. Three months, I'm almost. Uh, uh, I'm your host, Oscar Rendon, and I'm always joined by the one, the only, Timmy Tapout, Tim Roth. Tim, tell me, how you feeling? <laughs> I feel hungover, dude. <laughs> I I got no sleep last night. I just, <laughs> I mean, you know, I was texting you pretty much throughout the night. All night, dude. We, we, so, I mean, we we sat down together and watched Survivor Series at your house, and then um, all, after we left and parted our you know parted ways all night, basically, we we're just messaging each other on te- on on via text or Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Whew. Instagram, <laughs> we were all, all of it, all, all, all across, the socials, all the socials, and um, I mean, we gotta talk about the return of our truth. Oh my god, dude! Did you? Did, I I didn't see it coming. Like I, it was a surprise to me. Yeah, as it was to pretty, pretty much everybody. Pretty else. deadly. Didn't see it coming. No, they they, they were shocked. Uh, <laughs> my heart's still racing from that, dude. You know, Holy fuck. I've never seen anybody eat ruffles the way he does. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame him. Ruffles are good. Ruffles. Um, no. Wait, what else happened? You know, Randy Orton, Randy came our back. Our boy Randy. Our boy Randy from looking, St. Louis. Looking beefy. Looking jacked. Jacked Randy. Great shape, man. Oh, my God. That's I think that's the longest he's been out. Almost half, two years, yeah. As long as I, I've seen him, watched wrestling. I, I don't know if he's been out as long as he was. Um, yeah, man, it's so good to see him back. And um, I, I don't know if anybody's seen it, but there's a video online of Orton walking out telling everybody he's got 10 more years left 10 more years and uh looking forward to 10 more years of RKOs I know so after Randy came back we got to talk about the unthinkable the day apparently that hell froze over am I we're awake right this yeah, happened we're awake we were we were awake uh this is this is the day we got to mark it November 25th 2023 the day CM Punk came back to WWE. Holy shit. And that's the exact, that's the, those are the exact same words everybody's been saying online. People have done reactions on, on YouTube. You know, they've released reaction videos and stuff like that of them watching Survivor Series and the moment CM Punk's music hits. And what did I say? I think I, think I texted you the day before. Survivor Series or Friday or Thursday. I don't, I don't remember which day it was, but I, I texted you and I said, it doesn't matter what all the people are saying, the moment he comes back, they're going to be cheering. They want him back. As much as people are, are calling him all these names, as much as people are saying they don't want him back, the second they hear his music, they're going to go crazy for him. And what happened? Dude, if you listen to that crowd, even before the show started... Like there was CM Punk chants throughout the night, and then the people, the people that were uh, chanting CM Punk, there was like another half that were like booing the CM Punk chants. As soon as CM Punk's music hit, those the the people that were booing couldn't hear them. No, <laughs> <laughs> or they were cheering. They were just lying. You know, they were probably cheering. Yeah, they were probably cheering as well. They're like, "Oh my God, we're we're a part of history." Exactly. You know, because that's what happens. You know. It's it's really easy to boo somebody when they're not there, and then when they show up, 
you a bitch. <laughs> so suddenly you you're walking back your words. Oh man, I just he looks healthier too, dude. Like we talked about it. There's been comments online about like there's a side by side image of Punk returning uh, back in June when he came to Collision, and then uh, the other side, the other image was from him coming back last night, and you could just tell a complete difference between the two pictures. Just he looks healthier. Uh, like just more in shape, like yeah. just he looks good. He looks ready to go. Yeah, I'm excited. I did. <sighs> Every week on this pod, for months now, we've been saying he's coming back. Now we were wrong about the where. You know, we thought it'd be too obvious for Chicago. You know, the perfect, the the most perfect place was still, in my opinion, would have been the Royal Rumble. Um, but you know, there, there are reports, air quotes. I always say that when I say reports that, uh, the reason punk debuted in Chicago last night at survivor series was because they were afraid that AEW would try to spoil or, um, announce that punk was with WWE or something of that sort. So they were trying to get ahead of it. That's, that's what the rumor, that's what the report is. How much that's true, I don't know. We don't know for sure. Um, but but the fact that it happened and the fact that we didn't see it coming, you know, again, I was one of those guys last night saying, all right, guys, now it's time for the Rumble. <laughs> let's, start, let's start making our predictions for the Rumble. Let's start speculating. And, and the second I was thinking that, I sat down. I remember we were standing up pretty much for the entire War Games match. When uh, Randy came out, and I sat down for a moment, thinking, "Okay, the show's about to go out. It's all, it's over, right?" And well, yeah, they, they threw the copyright thing down at the end of the you know the corner of the screen. Yeah, they, yeah. Threw, they threw that out there, and then the second uh, I sat down, uh, they went wide, and you hear his music first. You didn't see the little logo yet. You didn't, you didn't see his like little uh, signature video on the Titan Tron or on the Jumbotron. And, and then you saw it. It said CM Punk. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. It's happening. We looked at each other. We were yelling. We were crying. Oh, my God. We were, we were holding each other. We were slapping each other. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Is this happening? And then he walked out. And, and, and everybody, everybody suddenly forgot. <laughs> the past year or two years. <laughs> right. I, I, could, I didn't believe it until I actually physically saw him. I was like, is this really happening? Because, yeah. yeah, they could play his music. But yeah. it's, it's when he comes out is when, you know, it's, it's real. It's, yep. it's, he's there. Um, do you think, you said this last night, and um, you made a comment. That you said that his, this return is bigger than his 2021 return. To yes. wrestling in general, which I agree with. And I think I even made that comment on an earlier episode uh, of this podcast that if Punk ever came back to WWE, it would be so much bigger than his comeback to wrestling in general. Yeah. Just because this was a place that he said he, he would never come back to. And, like, if you think about his AEW run... People kind of forget that he even came back in 2021 on that episode of Rampage because a lot of things happened between then and his return last night. 
um, it's been kind of like washed away. This is a new beginning for punk. Like we've yeah. we've all said this, and we've you know, this could be this is a a better ending to his wrestling career. He's in a. I, I think you would agree with me. He's in a better place, better company. Um, I'm just I'm really looking forward to what 2024 is going to bring for him for WWE in general. We have Randy Orton back. Um, let's go, dude. 2024. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk. Like, dude, have you seen the image of the Raw graphic with Punk? Yeah. They've announced him for tomorrow's Raw. Yeah. Like, even just that, looking at that image, I'm like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't. I just I still Ooh, can't believe it's hey, real. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> oh man i mean look you're right in saying that i'm right uh i did say last night that uh this return is bigger i'll tell you why it's bigger cm punk walked out on uh, walked out of wwe in 2014 and while it was amazing to see him return in 2021 there was always this little thing in the back of everybody's mind it's like if if only he comes back to WWE, like like as much as as cool as it was to see him in AEW, and as cool as it was to see him, uh, you know there at the, you know his time there while it was good, um, uh, WWE is where you and I fell in love with with CM Punk. WWE is where he basically made himself a a star, and I think. Like Triple H said, it, you know, it, it, it felt like it was almost a long time coming. Like it was, you know, uh, it's not the same company that it was 10 years ago. Uh, not the same person in charge 10 years ago. And I think CM Punk sees that. I think for as many, you know, insults he may have thrown at WWE's way in the last two years when he was doing his run in AW, probably his first, when he came back, he kind of threw some insults, but then, you know, he kind of, those kind of died down after a year. Um, and then, um, yeah, <clears throat> but um, I think CM Punk sees that uh, WWE is a different company. And uh, I th- also think, and this is the part that I think everybody's going to hate, is that, you know, online, everyone's like, talking about CM Punk being a hypocrite, you know, and all of this stuff about, you know, he said he'd never come back, blah, 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 blah. It's like, look, people say a lot of things in the heat of the moment. People say a lot of things when they feel disgruntled, whatever. Uh, You know how many times I said I'd quit Dr. Pepper? (laughs) All lies. (laughs) And look at this. Sponsored by Dr. Pepper. I'm look, seeing it with my own eyes, folks. Yeah. Uh, look, you can quit it for a while, but sometimes when you look over and you see it right there and you see that it's doing really well, you got to go, give me a taste. I need a taste. <laughs> and CM Punk wanted a taste of that WWE right now. Um, and people can call him a hypocrite all they want, but at the end of the day, uh, those are CM Punk's decisions, whether he comes back to the WWE or not. Uh, what's it to us? Like, what does it matter, you know? If it's his choice, it's his choice. You know, at the end of the day, he's back with WWE. Um, and look, if 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 we're going to call CM Punk a hypocrite, we might as well call the entire roster a hypocrite 
for many other reasons. You know, there are people there who who are against certain, you know, bad things. And at the time, it, their, their, their uh, owner, their uh, boss, Vince McMahon, had done some very uh, sketchy things and nobody called them out. Nobody was like, hey, like they, they're, you know, people are so quick to call out all these other people that they don't know. But suddenly once it was Vince McMahon, nobody ever called him out. Nobody ever publicly came out and said, you know what? I'm not going to wrestle for WWE while he's in charge after some allegations came out. Where's, where's, the, where's, where's people calling Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, the, their champions, hip, hypocrites for working for a guy who, you know, did some shady things? I don't see it. I don't see it. You can see it as much as you see John Cena. Yeah. You can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> and so, again, you know, if you're going to call people hypocrites, you know, there's a, there's a whole locker room of hypocrites. They, they might not think of themselves as hypocrites, but it, when you look at it, you know, there they are. And, uh, you know, rest, I feel like wrestling is just, is just full of hypocrites. You know, you say you're, you say you're not coming back, you'll come back, you know? That's well, like Triple H said last night at the press conference, you know, people change, companies change and grow. And like you said, punk, when punk came back the very first time in 2021, like in my heart, like WWE is where I wanted him to go because just like you said, like, that's where we watched him. That's where we kind of grew up with him, I guess, uh, where he made a name for himself. And it's just so good to see him back home. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the stories that he's going to be able to tell this time around yeah. with the, the superstars that are there. I mean, there's so many money matches there. Mm-hmm. we've been talking about it since he came back before he came back Seth Rollins is right there yeah Roman Reigns Roman Reigns <laughs> the, the two people who have heat with him <laughs> and look and that's the thing too uh the one thing we did learn about Punk in his time in in AEW is he was willing to put egos aside he was willing to put you know stuff to the side to work with certain people and those certain people just didn't want to work with him but he was willing to he was willing to work with them, you know. And I think with WWE, I think Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, they're going to be willing to work with him if if it generates money, if it generates that cash, that cash, that buzz, that green. And I mean, look, in not even twenty four hours, twenty one hours, in twenty one hours, I just checked on my uh, on my phone. That clip of CM Punk coming back from WWE has reached 25 million views. 25 million views in Dude, less than 24 hours. I've, I've watched it at least 20 times already. Yeah, me too. It was, it was insane. That's what I was doing last night. I did a couple times today. I, I can't get enough of it. It's, yeah. just, it's, it's a beautiful sight. And... And even like last night, like like around two a.m., it was like it was at a like fifteen million or something like that. Like the numbers just kept going up and up and up and up and up and up. And a lot of people were saying like, "Why did well, like WWE doesn't need CM Punk? They're not going to sign him." Everybody was saying that. All, all the CM Punk haters were saying, "Ah, they're not going to sign him. They don't need him. They don't need him." But what's been happening all day today? WWE has been in the headlines. BBC UK took time out of their day to stop reporting on Israel Hamas to report that CM Punk is back in WWE. 
there's a war going on, and they said, hold it, CM Punk is back in WWE. That's more important right now, guys. It's it's big, and this is and this is why I'm saying that this is this is bigger than him coming back in 2021 because this is the place he left. This is where the first, you know, I guess round of controversy with WWE and CM Punk happened, and to see him come back, that's what we're waiting for. That's what we were all waiting for. You know, as cool as it was in 2021 to see him, 2023, November 25th. All-State Arena, Survivor Series, this is what we were waiting for. CM Punk coming back, as Triple H said it, home to WWE. And Triple H said it, you know, I think, or he didn't say it, but the report, there was, again, there were just reports going on and on that, uh, you know, they had a discussion for an hour or so this past week, him and Triple H, and they both came to terms and, and they both see it as a new beginning. And if you can talk with somebody, put your differences aside, get to common ground, anything's possible. There's a photo with Triple H pointing at CM Punk. Oh, my God. Dude, that shit. Oh, that WWE updated their cover photo to CM Punk sitting cross-legged on the uh, ramp from last night. Yeah. Like, what the? John Cena posted a photo of CM Punk sitting cross-legged on the ramp last night. That same photo he posted on his Instagram. John Cena. The GOAT. The GOAT, John Cena. And for all those people who said that WWE doesn't need him, I beg to differ. WWE 100% needed CM Punk, and I'll tell you why. And I I said this a couple podcasts ago, I think even the last podcast. WWE hasn't taken any risks. WWE programming, for as good as it is, feels formulaic. There's no, there's nothing. Ex- it it can be exciting, but there's no there's no danger. There's no unpredictability. You know, you watch a Raw, you watch a SmackDown. You can kind of predict the beats to the show. CM Punk is back. You know what that means? Tell me. What does it mean? Nothing but chaos. <laughs> <laughs> chaos will ensue. CM Punk is the disruptor that WWE needed. This means. Every single, whatever show he's on, Raw, SmackDown, is going to be must-see. It's going to be uh, exciting because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what kind of contract CM Punk signed, if he's full-time, part-time, how many years it is. Apparently, it's three years. Three-year contract. Okay. So, who knows? Well, um, <laughs> there was also a clip last night after Punk came back of Seth Rollins visibly angry. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a work or a shoot, we don't know for sure. But that makes me want to tune in to Raw. Makes me want to tune in to Raw. I mean, how can you not go with that story right away? Yeah. And that's the thing, too. People, uh, we know people talk about ratings and stuff. Like, what are, what's the, what are the ratings going to be from Monday Night Raw tomorrow? Huge. They also have Randy Orton on the show. We got Randy Orton on the show. Will they break... It's going to be Monday Night Raw. So it's like, are they going to break the 2 million? Like, how many people are going to watch? Like, let's, let's think about this. 25 million people viewed that clip of CM Punk coming back. Out of the 25 million, let's say, you know, divided by, like, I don't know how you do the math. Uh, you'd have to figure out how many, pe- like, how many individual people watched it. 
but then how many people watched it over and over again? But still, 25 million views. Bring it down. How many people are going to be viewing, are going to be watching Monday Night Raw Live? I can't because I don't have cable. <laughs> <laughs> um, Get YouTube TV, bro. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like 50 bucks. Um, and so when you think about it, you know, on every metric, this is a success, you know? Uh, it's already paying it's already paying dividends you know and and it's only the start this is just the start he hasn't even said anything yet so imagine when he starts speaking imagine when he opens his mouth on monday night raw what's going to happen what's going to reverberate throughout the wrestling community what are the, what are the podcasters going to say what are the dave meltzers and the sean ross saps and the nick hausmans of the world are going to say um yeah, that'll be interesting to see and hear from those guys. You know what I haven't seen on Twitter? I haven't seen any of those guys thank CM Punk for their, for their checks and their food on their table this Thanksgiving because that's how they've made their money. Selfish pricks. That's how they made their money. Even Sean Ross Sabat admitted to it uh, whenever CM Punk got fired that uh, when, when he broke the, the, the scoop that CM Punk was debuting for AEW uh, Rampage, he said that at that point, he started making enough money that he didn't have to have another job. That's his full-time job. So it's like, where, where, where are people thinking CM Punk for uh, food on their table this Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> where are they? Um, I want to point out something that you said just a little bit ago that, you know, like I said, we don't know what the Seth Rollins deal is, if it's real or fake, if he's just acting. If it is real... He needs to follow. Look, just look at Triple H. His, Triple H is his leader. If Triple H, the 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 man running this company, can squash beef with CM Punk, yeah, and sweep everything under the raw the rug, water under the bridge, and make amends and start a new beginning, Seth Rollins or anybody else who has an issue with CM Punk should follow suit. Yeah, excuse me, should follow suit and. Like you said, just make a lot of money with the stories they could tell with this guy. Make that money, bro. That's the thing too. It's like I don't think it's real. The thing, the thing with Seth, because um, Michael Cole was holding him back. If Michael Cole's holding you back, that is that shit ain't real. Well, there's been like conflicting reports that the, everybody in the main event knew ahead of time that Punk was coming out after the match. Well, there's okay. So there's certain reports. That, so exactly, this is this is what happens whenever you have Dave Meltzer and Sean Ress up on the case. You know. <laughs> There's always going to be conflicting reports. Um, there are reports that they told everybody in the main event that CM Punk was coming back. There are reports that, that they told everybody who needed to know in the main event that CM Punk was coming back. So Seth Rollins. I would assume Randy Orton. You know, uh, Certain guys, not everybody in the main event. So I don't think they sat down with JD McDonough. They're like, hey, CM Punk is coming back. <laughs> you know? You're a crucial part <laughs> of this company. As much as I love uh, Dirty Dom, I don't think they sat down with Dirty Dom. They're like, hey, CM Punk is coming back. No, I think, I think they told the necessary people, Seth Rollins, um, Randy, I would assume Sami Zayn maybe, um, maybe Jey Uso. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Maybe Drew McIntyre, but I think everybody else was kind of shocked. Everybody else was kind of left to, you know, um, you know, be surprised when it happened. Um, like, oh, yeah, like I said, I, I honestly believe that for sure Seth Rollins was told yeah. probably to act the way he did last night because that's probably where they're heading. 
because let's let's think about this. If CM Punk comes back and then they show the camera, they flip it to Seth Rollins freaking out. We already we immediately we immediately know it's an angle, you know. But they purposefully never shot back at the cage to anybody's reactions. And I think it was on purpose. I think Triple H knew this is first of all hold the moment with CM Punk, and second, people are going to be recording their fo- on their phones. And he probably told Seth, look, you want to go viral? Let's make it look like let's make it look like we didn't capture you freaking out. You know, we'll let we'll let the Internet upload those videos. We'll let everybody else do do our job, you know, basically kind of create the narrative that, oh, Seth, Seth Rollins has a problem with CM Punk. Now everybody wants to see it. Now everybody's curious. Like, is this real? Like, that's all people have been saying for the last 24 hours. Is this real? CM Punk and Seth Rollins, like, is, is there an issue? Is there already an issue? <laughs> five minutes five minutes into his return, there's already issues. <laughs> Not this again. You know? Not in WWE. And I think they're capitalizing on that fact. I think Triple H is a smart man. You know? I think Triple H is a very smart man. I think he's capitalizing on the fact that CM Punk has had public issues, public um, uh, controversies with certain people over in AEW. And I think he's using it to his advantage. He's like, look, let's bring back a little bit of that kayfabe. Let's bring back the, the is this real or not? You know, I think this is the perfect, CM Punk is the perfect person to do that with, you know? And honestly, people may not agree with me, but I'm going to say it. It's going to be controversial. Seth Rollins needed CM Punk because I'm sorry, but Seth Rollins just... <laughs> We've said this some. We said this multiple times. Every time he wins the championship, we, we root for him to win it. But once he wins it, uh, where are you going? What's what's the deal? What's next? Well, th- yeah, that's the thing too. Like, there were a lot of contenders. I thought going into WrestleMania, like if Punk was not going to be involved, yeah. like you could have put Sami Zayn in there. You could have put you know LA Knight, Gunther. But I, I think I think honestly, Gunther is heading towards Brock Lesnar, in my opinion. And Sami Zayn, that's already they already made that a match on Raw. I don't think they want. I, I wouldn't really want to see that at, at WrestleMania. LA Knight's on SmackDown, um, so really you don't really have anybody, at least on the Raw roster, for Seth Rollins to go into WrestleMania with a story with. Yeah. So bringing <laughs> Punk back for that specific story and match with Seth Rollins was the perfect storm. Yeah. And like. Triple H may have said that this was a last-minute thing. It came together, you know, was it last week they sat down or something? Uh, they talked, I think I think the report, again, air quotes, um, said that they talked on Sunday, last Sunday. Mm, okay. And then uh, they didn't finalize anything until day of yesterday, day of Survivor Series. So CM Punk li- literally signed minutes before he walked out. That's crazy to me, dude. Um it's just hard to believe because, you know, we've been seeing signs, <laughs> all these little hints for the last month or so that uh, relate to CM Punk. And it finally came to fruition last night. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I think the one thing that I'm most happy about, as fun as it was speculating and reading all these rumors, you know, is CM Punk coming back? Is he not coming back? Like, all that can be laid to rest now. Yeah. We know where he is. He's back. We don't have to speculate anymore. <laughs> we don't have to constantly talk about CM Punk for 
hours on end anymore. We'll, I mean, we still will because he's now on Raw. He's now in, in the WWE, and what will what will that look like? You know, like right. So we'll still be talking about him, but now we'll be talking about him as far as like you know storylines. Yeah. You know, the lead up to Rumble, the lead up to Elimination Chamber, lead up to WrestleMania. So it's it's there won't be episodes dedicated just to him anymore. Yeah. Really. I mean, yeah. He, now he'll part. He'll just be part of the episode, like you know, everybody else. Um, and I think my, I guess my my what I'm happy about is just yeah, like yeah, like we can lay all the rumors to rest. Uh, we, me, and you can sit here comfortably knowing that uh, that everybody who had reported anything about CM Punk in the past three months is nothing more than a big fat liar or. Or not even just a big fat liar, but at this point, probably just making up shit just to drum up views, drum up clicks, drum up you know um, clicks for their sites, and 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 all that. And I think, and if anything, if anything came out of this, if anything came out of CM Punk coming back last night, is that don't listen to these, you know. Reporters, these wrestling journalists, air quotes. Don't listen to them, you know. And this is—I think this is why I like Sam Roberts, who is the last great journalist. Is the last <laughs> great journalist is because he doesn't report. He doesn't go. You know what I've heard? CM Punk. Like he will—he will wildly speculate, as he always says. He will wildly speculate, but he will. He will never throw out rumors as if they're fact, you know. He'll never go breaking news. Uh, deals with with CM Punk and WWE are dead, because that's what that's what Sean Ross Sapp said. That's what Dave Meltzer said. That there's 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 no deal. There's a dead deal. Like CM Punk will never sign with uh, WWE. Will never sign CM Punk and 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 whatever. We also know now that he's not the devil in AEW. <laughs> So when you put those rumors to rest, he ain't no devil, and uh, <laughs> and so uh, to me it, again, it just proved what we've always said. Everybody that reported on it, at the end of the day, we're all fans. At the end of the day, uh, we don't got the scoop. We don't need no scoop. You can you can speculate. You can you can predict. You can you know fantasize about what what will happen. But everybody who reported on it were dead wrong. They were so wrong. In fact, Triple H, even on the press conference, we, when we watched it, he said, um, he said, I was, I was looking at the internet just like everybody else, and everybody was reporting on things, and, and it wasn't until people stopped reporting on it for a little bit that he said, hmm, let me go check in with CM Punk. <laughs> so everybody was reporting on it like, like they knew. You know, Sean Ross, Sean Ross said, oh, I was talking to a higher up at WWE and they told me, no, they, no, shut the fuck up. They didn't say anything. And if they said anything, they didn't know anything. WWE stance still stands on uh, CM Punk. <laughs> and guess what? What did we say? If there was anybody that CM Punk was going to talk to, if anybody at all, Triple H, Nick Khan, maybe Ari Emanuel, they didn't talk, he didn't they didn't need Vince. Vince wasn't a part of it. So it was just it was Nick Khan and Triple H. Poor Vince. <laughs> and here's and here's the here's the better part is that Triple H even said it on the press conference. Even a lot of people in TKO didn't know that they had signed CM Punk. So it just goes to show you that all these motherfucking so-called wrestling journalists 
who 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 put their nose up and, and fucking report about people and, and and make people's lives a living hell, aka Dave Meltzer, Sean Ross Sapp, all those guys, Nick Hausman, um, who make their money off of these guys, especially CM Punk. They don't know jack shit. They are just like you and me. Two people, a person with a microphone, recording a podcast, basically. That's all they are. Just talking into, like, we could sit here right now, Tim, and tell you, Matt Riddle is definitely coming back to WWE. <laughs> the rumors are true, guys. The rumors are true, guys. Matt Riddle. We've, our sources say <laughs> we could sit here and do all that bullshit, but we don't. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows. The only people that will ever know what's going down in a company are the the main guy, Triple H, maybe Nick Khan, maybe Ari Emanuel, and whoever they're dealing with. They're not they're not gonna go to Sandra from HR and be like, hey, what do you think about CM Punk? No. They're not gonna they're gonna they're not gonna go to little Billy from fucking down the hall who's who's just stapling papers. Hey, you're higher up. Billy's a good kid. Billy's a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sandra from HR too. <laughs> you know, they're not gonna talk to any they're not these people are not gonna know because they don't need to be in the know. So that's also my favorite thing that happened out of all of this. It's just that it just proved that these all these people are idiots. Mm. You know? Like, join the fucking club, you guys. Right. <laughs> well, like you said, like, who's going to fucking tell these people? Yeah, Punk's coming back. Like, Triple H, you just said it, Triple H st- just said it last night, and you just repeated what he said, too. Like, a, a very select few knew about it. Yeah. And not even until, like, the moments he walked out. So, yeah, the headache, you know, regarding that is gone. Um, but, yeah, I'm just... I'm glad that he's back. I'm glad that we don't have to... I mean, we still have to deal with these headaches known as Dave Meltzer. <laughs> but it's not going to be about CM Punk anymore. They won't, I mean, they'll still keep reporting about CM Punk. They'll, I'm sure they'll make up some shit. Oh, know? yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll They're be like... Doing that. I'm sure there'll be a... Mark my words. At some point in the next couple months, maybe, there will be a report. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now because I got a feeling. Uh, Dave Meltzer. And all of his wisdom will be CM Punk had an altercation with Dirty Dom in the back. (laughs) Somebody of the sort. I got a feeling. Just because. They're going to want to drum up clicks. They're going to want to drum up um, uh, gossip. All that good shit. Because that's how they make their money. You know? Uh, A happy CM Punk is not a good CM Punk for for their business. You know? Right. They, They need the... Uh, they need the controversy. They need the the, the negativity, uh, unfortunately, and it's easy clickbait for them. So I think I don't think anything will happen with CM Punk backstage with anybody. I think like we like we've been saying in the past couple of weeks, WWE is not AEW. Triple H ain't gonna be Tony Khan just staring off into the void like, whoa, what's happening? Fearing like, for his life. Fearing for his life. Yeah. You know. Like it's not gonna happen, um, and so I think we're I think we're we're safe. We're in good hands. CM Punk is in good hands in WWE, and for anybody there who has an issue with him, get the fuck over it. 
get over it. Grow the fuck up if you got an issue with CM Punk. Because guess what? CM Punk is probably not even thinking of you. Probably not. Probably doesn't even know you have an issue with him. <laughs> so get over it. Well, according to another source from last night, Seth Rollins went to the back, like, trying to go after Punk again. And Triple H and some other people had to restrain him. And CM Punk, like, looked confused, is what the article said, you know, yeah, that from was all from, this. That was from Sean Ross Sapp. Yeah. Who's always reporting conflicting things. You know, well, and, and if I had to assume anything, is that Triple H probably knows there's a stooge, just like Tony Khan had a stooge. There's some stooge probably in the bag was reporting to these guys. He's like, all right, well, if they're going to report, well, then maybe let's just play it up. Maybe, yeah, Seth Rollins is in the bag trying to get CM Punk. Because let's be honest, if CM Punk wanted to, he could actually beat the fuck out of Seth Rollins. Like, it, pro wrestler, someone who trained in MMA. Pro wrestler, somebody who trained in MMA. Like, I'm sorry, Seth Rollins fans. CM Punk could kick the, kick, could kick the fuck out of Seth Rollins. Hey, Let's be honest. I'm a Seth Rollins fan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a Seth Rollins fan. Seth Rollins, so I'm a Seth Rollins fan too. But at the end of the day, when he was like, when that video surfaced of him yelling at CM Punk, you know, saying that he was, he, he was going to go and kick, uh, like, you know, knock him out or something, I'm like, okay, buddy, sure. Sure. I'd like to see that fight. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to see it too. Like, <laughs> but we'll see it in the ring. You know, we'll see it in the ring. But it's like, I don't believe it for a second. Like, like see, again, CM Punk could literally kick Seth Rollins' ass. Matt Riddle could kick Seth Rollins' ass. Like, in, re- in the real world, a couple, you know, couple little maneuvers here and there, CM Punk is choking out Seth Rollins. There's, uh, Honestly, Matt Riddle could probably kick both of their asses. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Matt Riddle could kick both their asses, you know? But that's, and that's just... In, rea- there's, in reality, there are p- certain people in, in the WWE that could actually kick somebody's ass, but they don't. And they end up, in, it's just one of those things where I'm trying to think of, like, I think in the history of, of, of WWE, like, I would say probably Chad Gable could probably kick somebody's ass for real because he's an actual Olympic wrestler. Kurt Angle at one point. Um, who else is there? I forgot. Somebody else said, um, I think Nakamura is an MMA fighter too. Like, he's trained in MMA. So, for sure, probably Nakamura. I could see that. You know, yeah. Like I'm, like I'm sure Seth Rollins is a great pro wrestler, but he ain't he ain't knocking anybody out. Like, you know, <laughs> like if somebody told me, hey, who do you want in, in a dark alleyway with you, Seth Rollins or Chad Gable? I'm going with Chad all day. <laughs> give me Chadster. Chad. Give me the Chadster. Give me the Chadster. I feel safer with Chad than with Seth. Um, <laughs> give me Becky. I'd rather be with. <laughs> send me Becky. I'd rather walk in a dark alley with Becky than with Seth. <laughs> Um, I do want to get your opinion on uh, one thing, and I've been kind of thinking about it, and it's been uh, a conversation online. <clears throat> so we had Randy Orton come back in the War Games match. Huge return, huge pop. Um, very happy to see him back. Looks great, as we discussed earlier. Um, but then we had Punk come back at the end of the show, and I, I kind of feel like Punk's return definitely overshadowed Randy because that's all anybody's really talking about right now is CM Punk coming back. And people forgot Randy was even in the match, probably, or not in the match, but that he came back in general. Do you sense that? Do you have that same opinion? Um, yeah, I think here's the thing. 
Randy Orton is one of the best in the world. He was one of the greatest professional wrestlers to ever live. Uh, and it didn't matter if CM Punk returned last night, Monday, tonight, or tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. It would have overshadowed anything anybody does. It doesn't really matter. Like, they could have, at, at Royal Rumble, uh, I'm trying to think, like, what would happen? I, I would assume maybe the women's Royal Rumble would, would come out first. So, uh, Mercedes Monet could come back. Sasha Banks could come back. Wouldn't matter. Because if CM Punk came back at the Rumble, everybody, oh, everybody's forgotten that Sasha Banks just returned. CM Punk is in WWE. That's what they'd be talking about. So, it doesn't matter when you bring him back. They would have... It would have overshadowed anything WWE does. What I do like about it, though, is that they just they just said, let's just do it. Let's just fucking have both of them come back. Because I'm sure Triple H was probably thinking, okay, let's think optics here. People are assuming CM Punk might be at Survivor Series. No, There's no done deal. We're teasing that Randy's going to be there. So, we, so people are already like, hmm, we're off the scent, you know? Like, they announced Randy ahead of time because the rumor is that they didn't want people to assume CM Punk was coming back. Only to swerve and give a CM Punk. They even did it before Randy came out, you know, and, and the music didn't hit. And then Rhea Ripley's music hit. We were all wondering, oh, CM Punk? Even I was going, what if CM Punk attacks Randy in the back and he comes out? Like, what What if? And, and and this is me saying Rumble. This is me last night saying he's coming back at the Rumble. But also, what if? So it doesn't matter when, where, CM Punk would have overshadowed anything. Because, again, people, if you like him or hate him, doesn't matter. He moves numbers. He moves. He, he 25 million views. Almost a million, I think a million views on YouTube. Let's go. Let's go to the Twitter. Let's not go to the Twitter. Let's go to the YouTube page for WWE, and let's just look at. Uh, uh, let's see, WWE. Let's look at what that clip is doing of uh, CM Punk returning. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Da, 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 da. Full Survivor Series War Games highlights. Who's on the cover? CM Punk. How many views? 1.9 million. Uh, let's go down. Triple H talks about CM Punk. 585,000 views. Triple H talks about re- the return of Randy Orton. 123,000 views. There's a 400,000 view difference. Uh, let's go to the... Let me see. There's, there's the actual clip. Let me see. CM Punk is back. See the epic Survivor Series return. It's a two-minute and 21-second clip. 3.3 million views. Wow. So for anybody who said that CM CM Punk is not a draw, 3.3 million views. 1.3 million views. The most views a lot of these are getting. 500... Triple H just discussing CM Punk is half a mil. Um, oh, oops. Uh, let's see. I think, um, uh, let's see. Yeah. No, 1.9 million. 
my bad, not 1.3. So, so 3.3 for the for the official clip, and then the full Survivor Series War Games highlights with CM Punk on the cover is 1.9 million. Um, the bump, which talked about CM Punk, 69,000. They usually get less than that. CM top moments from Survivor Series War Games 2023. 498,000 with CM Punk on the cover. So, again, you want to talk about being a draw? You want to talk about CM Punk is not going to make a difference? He's already making a difference. Yeah, agreed. So, I don't even know what the question was. I don't even know (laughs) what... I was asking you about Randy Orton being overshadowed. Yeah, so, at the end of the day, CM Punk overshadows everything. Yeah, and then I was, you know, if you think about it too, like Randy had his like solo moment, return moment. He he was in the match, so they had a t- bit of time in between Orton's yeah. return and Punk's return. Like if you think about it, like Punk's return was kind of separate to what every like, everything else that was going on in the War Games match, anyway. Yeah. So, well, when you look at it that way, uh, I guess you could say that. I mean, yeah, it still overshadowed Randy, but you know, it was a different case. Uh, different scenario um i mean randy's still gonna get reactions going forward like he always does so it's not really gonna matter but um and they even waved at each other you know cm punk did it did did randy orton's little uh move and then and then randy orton did the it's clobbering time (laughs) (laughs) that was hilarious like it seemed like randy was the only one who was in like there that was like oh what's up dude (laughs) good to have you good to have you back (laughs) you know yeah it's like again like uh, and, and I don't know. Maybe it's the old school mentality of like, "Hey, you're back. Okay, cool." And if Randy yeah. didn't have a problem with it, the dude that was also coming back after a year and a half, yeah, he was pro- probably thinking the same thing. Like, Punk's gonna top me. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oh well. You know, yeah. it's business. So that's why I don't believe that uh, that the thing with Seth was real. Like, you know, I think it it was all work. And it's what, like, what, 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 what are we doing? We're talking about it, you know. So it's it's even, even more so. It's it's drumming up business for WWE. It's it's drumming up interest for WWE. So it's nothing but positives right now, you know. And so, I think they need to capitalize on this. That's a three. CM Punk has a three year deal. He came back in 2021 for AW. He he was there for two years. A full year of that was him being suspended slash <laughs> injured. Injured. <laughs> so he really was only back for about a year. So capitalize on the fact that we have that we, you have CM Punk. Let's let's you know um, enjoy it while it lasts. People, let's stop creating drama. Let's stop uh, stop creating drama and create fucking stories. Yeah. Let's let's stop giving the Meltzers and the Sean Rossaps and the Nick Housmans of the world any benefit of the doubt because all they do is report gossip they report negativity and at the end of the day we don't need to know that shit somebody go get those stooges somebody find the stooge in wwa find them if anything i bet you i know i I bet you triple h knows who the fucking stooge is and played him like a fiddle that triple h is probably like all right guys there's a certain stooge in the back who will probably report this to one of the, you know, one of the, 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 what, what are they called? Dirt sheets. Um, play it up all the way, all the way up until you get into the ring or into the back. And then when we separate you, 
you know, play it up the entire time. Yeah. We want people we want people to think that there's real issue here, like a real issue. Like we know you guys probably don't like each other, and but we want it to look as if you can't stand each other. Wasn't there kind of real life heat between Cody and Seth at one point? Yeah, there is still technically. You know, no, they were teaming together last night. They were night. teaming last night. So Becky and Charlotte had real beef with each other. Like literally real heat with each other. To the point where Ric Flair was tweeting about Becky Lynch and, and whatever. Like there's real heat between the two. And then last night on the press conference, they're talking about how they're dating. <laughs> you know, how they're, <laughs> how, they're, how they're getting back into the groove of things. Like, you know, so it's like at the end of the day. People can mend fences or at the very least be professional enough to work together, you know, in the WWE, not AEW. Yeah, there's <laughs> you know, no getting along there. There's no getting along there. Um, and now this brings up another good question that people have been asking or a lot of people have been speculating or, or kind of thinking about is that, is this the final nail in the coffin for AEW? And I say, no, it's not. Well, I will say about AEW because... They totally mismanaged CM Punk, and Tony Khan should. Here's the thing: we're both fans of CM Punk, but if I was running a wrestling company, sorry, Punk, I wouldn't have made him an EVP. That's that's basically what Tony Khan. I, hey, I'll pay you a lot of money, but you're not an EVP. You're not going to make decisions. I'm sorry, I make the decisions here. Simple as that. You want to make a lot of money? And you want to consult with me about what, what kind of ideas you have? Let's do that. You want to help out in the back? Let's do that. Tony Khan made a crucial error in, in allowing not just CM Punk, but guys like the Young Bucks and even Kenny Omega, EVPs. Never do that. Never give a wrestler power. <laughs> you know? Never. Well, that's why I believe uh, like Punk, Punk is coming back because this is what he loves. He... Found his love for it again before he came to AEW. And like you said, it's a different animal. WWE is a different company. He's not going to walk in and just start taking control over everything. And that's the thing, too. Like, CM Punk got hired by AEW to take a little bit of control. And what happened? Certain couple wrestlers didn't like that. So that's not on Punk. That's on the other wrestlers being like, hmm, we don't like this. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you like. If Tony Khan hired him to do whatever, that's his job. And so with WWE, that's not happening. He's coming back strictly as talent. And I think that, if anything, that is where he is best suited and that is where he's going to make more money and be more valuable is as a talent because got to keep reiterating, 3.3 million views on the one YouTube clip. 1.9 million views on the other. So that's about 5,000, about 5 million views. 25 million views on Twitter, just on that clip alone. I'm pretty sure there's a couple other million views on across Facebook and all that stuff. CM Punk is not only must-see, he is most talked about. He, when it's all said and done, when people talk about this time in wrestling... As, as cool as John Cena was, as great as uh, Roman Reigns is and all that, it's, it's going to be the CM Punk era, no matter what. For 10 years, people spoke about him when he wasn't around. Or no, seven years, people chanted his name when he wasn't there. He came back, created nothing but buzz, positive and negative. Either way, he was creating a buzz. 
and people kept talking about him. He gets fired three months after he gets fired. Three, for three months after his firing, people kept talking about him. And I bet you, I bet you, even if he didn't come back to, uh, at, at last night or at the Rumble, they'd still be speculating. People would still be talking about, well, there's a chance CM Punk comes back at WrestleMania Backlash or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? And so I think, I think it shows, A, it shows that fences can be mended. People can put water under the bridge. Especially Triple H. Like, if anything, like you were right. Like Seth Rollins should take a uh, uh, pay. Was it? Was it take a page out of Triple H's book? Basically, yeah. Or just follow his lead. Follow his lead, basically. And like, look, CM Punk has only ever clowned Triple H for for years. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Doofus like, son-in-law. Yeah, like Triple H, like CM Punk has always been very CM Punk has always been very vocal about his dislike of Triple H or his uh, not, or not even dislike, but just his uh, disgruntledness with with Triple H, like his issues with Triple H. And if those two guys can put things to, to the side, can get along, can sit down and shake hands and have a photo with the pointing him pointing at Triple H and, and Triple H pointing back at him, then I think. Uh, a few comments that CM Punk made about Roman Reigns on a podcast ten years ago, or maybe he said something about Seth Rollins. No one, I, I can't find anything that CM Punk has ever said about Seth Rollins. That's the thing, too. Like, what the fuck did CM Punk do to Seth Rollins? Like that that there's like real life heat between the two. I don't know. It's like I want to know that that story. Like, well, I, I hope because that's inevitably where they're headed. Yeah. Like, I want them to bring that real-life shit into the story and tell us, like, why. What is happening between you two? Yeah. <laughs> that, like, why is Seth so angry with like, you? Like, if anything, I want CM Punk to be like, what the fuck did I ever do to you? Why am I a cancer? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, if my, like my first thought it, when they have their first interaction together is CM Punk just going, he, he won't say fuck, but maybe they'll bleep it out. Uh, but he'll be like, what the fuck did I ever do to you? Like, I created you. It's like, yeah, you're lucky that I suggested you be in the shield. If it weren't for me, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be here. You know, there's so many ways. And I said it in that one episode of, I think it was wrestling overtime, but you can literally go beat by beat and be like, CM Punk can literally say, dude, I was gone for seven years. People were always chanting my name. People wanted me back. You were here for those seven years. You called yourself the the workhorse. You said you always showed up every week, and nobody gave a fuck about you. They always wanted me. It's like it, like it right again. It writes itself, but at the same time, yeah, like I want to know, like what is the issue? CM Punk. I, I honestly feel like CM Punk is like what the fuck. I have no idea what I did to Seth Rollins. Like the the, the stuff that I've seen between the two in the past is that I know that they. Had, like they were in a tag match or something in NXT back in like 2012 or something when Punk was on his run as champion. Yeah, like him and Seth teamed up, and then they had like a program before CM Punk left. He was feuding with the Shield, so like I really don't know other than like those interactions between the two, like what went on behind the scenes that caused such drama and problems between. Well, them. that's the thing. It's like there there couldn't have been anything. Because, and I think in 2018 or 2019, Seth Rollins did an interview 
Well, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'd like to wrestle CM Punk at a WrestleMania. It just depends where he's at physically and mentally. That was like in 2019. I remember that. Yeah, actually, that was probably something. I think I just watched that a few days ago. It yeah. popped up. And and then uh, this past year, that someone asked him about CM Punk, and, and he just like he's a cancer. He's a jerk. I mean, some people could say the same same thing about him. You know. He's probably getting intel from Moxley over at <laughs> AW or something. He didn't like my Rocky Three reference. <laughs> Can you believe this guy hasn't watched Rocky Three? Like, but uh, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, like we've been saying, get over it. You're adults here. Like, uh, fucking, I don't, ha- I don't hold grudges against anybody. You know, like are the people that I don't like, sure. Do I hold the grudges against them? No. Like, if I saw them, I'd be at least quarter. But, oh, hello. Hi. How's it going? It's not a way to live life, man. You know? Yeah. So, one of the last things CM Punk said to Triple H on his way out was, I guess they were planning a WrestleMania match between the two. Yeah. And that was why Punk walked out. He didn't want the match. He told Triple H, I don't need you. You need me for that match. And then he left. So, if Triple H can bury the hatchet with somebody who did that, Walked out of his, well, walked out of the company. Like it shouldn't be that hard for other people to look at that as an example. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man, this is gonna be some good shit if it's, this ha- if this comes true. That's facts, bro. It's facts. And look, like even Cody Rhodes. Like again, when people talk about punk being a, a hypocrite, Cody Rhodes created a whole ass company. <laughs> To to rivals to rival WWE destroyed Triple H Triple H's throne destroyed it made many multiple references to WWE and Triple H and all that he came back he's basically the face of the company right now basically the, or at least the face of Raw and ain't nobody saying shit again we're living in we're living in an age of hypocrites dude everybody's a hypocrite everybody everybody wants to talk about the injustices of the world. But everybody's holding an iPhone made by some little kid in China who's probably not even getting paid. Slave labor. Everybody's a hypocrite. Everybody in the world is a hypocrite. So if everybody's saying, oh, CM Punk's a hypocrite, dude, look yourself in the mirror. Look at yourself in the mirror. Are you a hypocrite? Yes, you are. Everyone's a hypocrite. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, again, people are, people are already trying to find negatives to, to, to bring up about CM Punk coming back. I think it's nothing but positives. Selena Vega, you know, saying congratulations to the two kings, Randy Orton and CM Punk, for coming back. Amen. You know, um, I'm trying to think who else was there. Um, Mark Henry uh, tweeted about CM Punk coming back, like, you know, like basically just, you know, excited for – for for punk um let's see i know there's somebody else let me go to my profile let me see who did i uh well obviously sam roberts is, is excited <laughs> um let me see who else because i know somebody else obviously triple h he tweeted out um ryback says he gives cm punk six months in wwe max <laughs> or he'll retire Oh, man. Well, he's going to have to retire again. <laughs> a double retirement in the past 24 hours. Bully Ray, you know. Um, let's see. Who else? So, Zelina Vega. Um, 
Kayla Braxton, CJ Perry, aka Lana. You know, she said, like, you know, like holy shit, CM Punk's of our series. Like, it, yeah, here it is. Uh, Mark Henry just tweeted, just quote tweeted the video and just said, well, you know, <laughs> we know what that means. We know what that means. It's like, it's like I told you, suckers. <laughs> Strongest man in the world. Might have to change that to the smartest man in the world. <laughs> and again, I'm sure Bully Ray is excited about it. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that busted open uh, episode. Like, how, how often do they upload shows? Like, is it every Monday? Uh, after every-, every Monday, every after every major, like, Raw, Dynamite, Bully Ray does uh, busted open after dark. So he does one immediately after Dynamite on his own. And then, yeah. So Monday's. Oh, wait, no. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So they'll do one Tuesday after Raw. And if there's a pay-per-view or a PLE on the weekend, they'll, they'll do one, um, I think, on Monday. Monday. So there'll probably be one uploaded tomorrow. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, we've been saying for the past three months, like, we've been trying to find negative things about CM Punk. Like, where, like let's, where, where is he being an asshole? Like, like what are the stories of him being a, a complete and total asshole? We can't find any. The, the most anybody can think of is that one interview with Rob Van Dam about CM Punk trying to be a locker room leader. I don't see where's where's the issue. Isn't isn't it anybody's goal to be a locker room leader? Like if you're if you're in the locker room, don't isn't that your goal to be a locker room leader? At least to try and be one. Right. Like I'm sorry, RVD, you were smoking weed at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker's a perfect example of that. You know, Roman Reigns is probably the current locker room leader Seth Rollins um so here's the thing now my question is here's some more speculating and guessing give me the specs where where does uh where do you think CM Punk goes from here I know we've kind of talked about it already and what we probably where we think he's heading um do you still think he's winning the rumble and like, do we think it's going to be Punk versus Rollins and Mania? I think, I think CM Punk wins the Rumble. I think currently, with what we're looking at the landscape, Cody Rhodes is almost a shoe-in for Roman Reigns for night two. Seth Rollins, CM Punk, night one. I, CM Punk has to win the Rumble at that point. I feel like it's just inevitable, you know, if we're, if we're telling the story uh, correctly. And I think, I think before the year ends, Damian cashes in on, on Seth. Seth loses it, has to win it back at the Rumble. Probably wins it back at the Rumble. Same night that CM Punk wins it, wins the Rumble. So... It's it's gonna be a a tale of two wrestlers, you know. CM, CM Punk is gonna kind of basically just build himself back up. Announce that he's in the Rumble. Seth Rollins is gonna have to deal with you know Damian Priest in the Judgment Day, and at some point they're gonna meet back together. So I'm sure either this Monday or next Monday they're gonna they're gonna plant the seeds of Seth Rollins and CM Punk. They'll probably have an interaction where they, they get in each other's faces, and then the Judgment Day comes out, as usual. <laughs> Hit the music. 
<laughs> get the get, get the Judgment Day secret weapon, Dirty Dom. <laughs> um, so here's the thing I was thinking about. So the uh, bump in the road is. So if it is gonna be, I know it's too early to predict stuff for WrestleMania, but who fucking cares? Here we are. Uh, <laughs> um. So Roman Reigns is a fi- uh, exclusive to SmackDown. Yeah, Cody's on Raw. The only way to get Cody to Roman is for Cody to win the Rumble. Now, unless there's a deal made, another trade or something for Cody to go to SmackDown, and then he can win the Elimination Chamber or whatever the ne- the next month. I don't know how they would get to that match unless Cody won the Rumble or got traded to SmackDown. So Cody would have to... See, that's the thing I'm thinking about, like, I don't want Cody to win the Rumble again. I don't think anybody really does. No. And <clears throat> I feel like there's got to be another trade. There'll probably be another trade. That's, I feel like, um, if anything, the trade with Kevin Owens is temporary. And I think the end goal will probably be Cody Rhodes trading himself over to SmackDown for Kevin Owens to come back to Raw. Because Kevin Owens really hasn't done anything big on SmackDown. He hasn't interacted with anybody in the bloodline. I think Kevin Owens is there to just help out the guys out there, and then he'll be back on Raw for WrestleMania season. So I think, I think if anything, that's probably what will happen. If if they're still continuing with this brand split, which I, I, at this point, it's just stupid. Like, it doesn't really matter because people are showing up at every other show either way, yeah. you know? Like, at this point, at this point, they're making their jobs harder by having to write – little things to be like, oh, yeah, I invited Seth over to SmackDown or I invited Cody Rhodes over to SmackDown, you know? It's just, just, let's just cut the chase. Let's just cut it out. Let's cut it out. Let's cut this brand split out and just be like, look, some guys from Raw can show up and some guys from SmackDown can show up. That's it. Usually it's always the top guys, you know? Let's just just let that be the thing. Let's just all realize and know that the top guys, whoever they are, We'll always just end up showing up at the other show anyways, you know? Dude, this just came to me. Now that Punk's back, how long until uh, we get interactions between him and Paul Heyman? That's exactly my point. <laughs> you know? And, like, that was the thing. That was, an, that was another report. Uh, <laughs> I, keep, I always have to say air quotes uh, because you can't see me, guys. But, um, but the report was that there was a, at least an idea for Punk to be a free agent. So he could go both. He could go in between both Raw and SmackDown, but he's going to be at Monday Night Raw. But I think that's also just smart. Like, yeah, let's have Monday Night Raw be the place that CM Punk first has his, you know, pipe bomb moment or his microphone moment, whatever. And maybe he kind of talks about how his what his future is going to look like if yeah. he's going to be on both shows or not. It's like, look, I've been looking around. I see SmackDown over there. And I see somebody with the lo- with the longest title reign. I'd like to end that, you know? But then I'm here, and I'm looking at Raw, and uh, I see a guy, I see a man baby over there crying about me being back. He's like, you know, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, daddy's home. Let me give him a little spanking. You know? Um, uh, So it it could be multiple things. We don't know. Like, just because he's making his uh, official appearance back on Monday Night Raw maybe doesn't mean that he's back on Raw officially. It could be that he's going in between both. Who knows? But if I had to guess, CM Punk winning is winning the Rumble. 
That's that's my prediction as of today. Until we know what the storyline starts to look for the rumble, st- starts to look like for the rumble. CM Punk's winning. I think. Yeah. I think at this point he kind of deserves to win the rumble. Yeah. You know, there's there's not a whole lot of things he he has he hasn't done yet. So I think winning the rumble is one. Main event in WrestleMania, that's it. You know, those are the two big things. Those are the two big ones that he hasn't done yet in his career in WWE is win the rumble and be in, in a main event WrestleMania spot. Yeah. He will. He will now for sure. Yeah. I think uh I think they'll do right by him this time around. Triple A, I'm sure Whatever the talks were between him and Triple H, there was obviously some kind of agreement, and I bet Triple H is going to do a lot better with him than Tony Khan did. Yeah. Um. So yeah, well, I'll, I'm just I'm excited to see what's to come. And that's the thing too. I think um, WWE, their uh, what's the word? Their incentives aren't the titles as much as they are as there are um just great storylines so almost almost the storyline it can revolve around the title but it really has to do with the two people in the ring like like we said before like Rhea Ripley at this point has kind of outgrown the the women's world heavy world title like it's it's just there like she really doesn't need it like the title's always been there for for people to elevate it or for it to elevate people. She hasn't done either. She hasn't elevated it, but she herself hasn't elevated, or the, she hasn't elevated the title, but the title hasn't done anything for her either. She's just great on her own. She doesn't need it. With CM Punk and Seth Rollins, I mean, it depends. Like I could see CM Punk saying, I don't want the world title. I, don't, I want the other title. Maybe. Who knows? But with how WWE works nowadays, the title almost feels irrelevant, you know? Um, it's more of just the beating of Roman Reigns. Like, people want to beat Roman Reigns. That's, that's the thing you're chasing. It's not, it's not really even the title. I think for Cody Rhodes, that's the title. Like, Cody Rhodes made it very obvious. I'm chasing the title. For CM Punk, maybe, it could be, I, I want to end his streak. That could, be, that could be the angle that CM Punk goes. Cody came back. He's like, I want the title. CM Punk can come back, and he's like, I want the streak. You know? I'll, yeah, I mean, who's to say Punk versus Rollins has to be for the title? And also, who's to say Punk is going to come back right away, win the Rumble, and main event at WrestleMania, like, so quickly? Um, I mean, Cody Rhodes is still working on his story. Yeah. So. I mean, but that's the thing, too. Punk's older. He's only got three years on that contract, so he's got... Let's see, one mania, two mania. He's got three manias left. He's got three manias in his future. 40, 41, and 42. Right now, you got to capitalize on the fact that you have CM Punk. You know? Right now, like going into WrestleMania season, this is, the, this is the boom that they needed. This is the excitement that they needed. The unpredictability that they needed. And CM Punk f- kind of... Even though he kind of throws a monkey wrench in that, in the whatever plans they might have had before he uh, signed, I think it's a good monkey wrench. It's a good kind of, you know, it's like oh shit, we got CM Punk. What do people people want to see him at WrestleMania? We can't just put him in any match. We can't just have him open up the show. You know, he's got to close out the show. He's got to night one, dude. 
he's a main event guy now. It's different CM Punk from 2014. Well, even then he was a main event guy. True. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm not saying that. I just mean like you know, it's just that Vince, for whatever reason, just didn't like, you know, like, and that's the funny thing is like, it's like, and I'm pretty sure when I, I'm not saying that this is a fact, but I'm I'm positive that CM Punk talking with Triple H started to probably think, oh shit, Triple H is really is about the wrestling and and the story. He's not about the oh, are you big enough or whatever. Like that was Vince. Triple like if you look at Triple H Triple H's track record with NXT Gold, it was all smaller guys. Adam Cole's not that big. Tommaso Ciampa's not that big. Johnny Gargano is not that big. For the most part, Finn Balor wasn't that big. It, it was never about uh, if you if you if you keep a if you keep track of uh, Triple H's track record, all the guys that he's championed were guys like CM Punk who had his similar build or his similar height. You know, Seth Rollins right now. Seth Rollins. The only difference is that CM Punk could out talk all of them. He could sell. He he. CM Punk's got the magic tongue, dude. He's got he's got that golden microphone. I do want to see, fuck, dude, him and LA Knight. Imagine that back and forth. Him and Paul Heyman again. Yeah. Um, there are some guys in there that can go to toe to toe with Punk. Um, but it, it's difficult. It's a difficult task. There's not yeah. a lot of guys that can do it. That's but the thing. I'm just so excited right now. Like, like I can, I can even see, like, if 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 they did a program with CM Punk and Roman Reigns, I can already in my mind see how it would go down. You know, like the the interaction would be like this. If I'm CM Punk, be like, okay, Paul, come on, get over here. Like, like, what are you doing over there? Like, kind of like almost like mocking. Like, I left. You scrambled to find somebody. Congratulations, you got Roman Reigns. Get back over here. You're on this side now. <laughs> it's and Paul Paul Heyman's just looking back at, at Roman Reigns with his Paul Heyman face. You know, just going looking back and forth like a whale. Oh, I don't know. Shit, dude, they could have fucking Paul Heyman turn on Roman and get back with Punk again. That could be an. That could be a. Th- that could be. Uh, that could be something. Um, there's so many angles you can go with this, like CM Punk. Take the whatever the negativity surrounding surrounding him was. At the end of the day, CM Punk not only does he bring buzz, but he also brings a plethora of stories to tell from his absence. There's the Seth Rollins. There's Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman. There's I don't know. You could do something with Finn Balor. You can do. There's so many Shinsuke. Shinsuke. There's there's so many things he could do, and I think. I think this is the time, you know. This is pull the trigger. Just pull it. Do whatever you guys got to do, man. Just you've missed out on almost ten years. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, you know. And I think cap just capitalize on the fact that people are excited, you know. Just capitalize. And what a perfect, what a great time to be a fan. Yeah, yeah. WWE fan specifically. WWE fan. If you're an AW fan, you're you're struggling right now. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. Um, speaking of AW, because I know a lot of people are like, again, everybody's saying this is the end of AW. Like, uh, I don't think so. I think if Tony Khan gets his head straight and gets somebody to kind of book things better and tell stories. That's that's the first thing he needs to do. The second thing he needs to do is quit. 
comparing himself to WWE. You're always going to be number two, dude. WWE, they've got a 50-year head start. WWE is, has a, a, a big fan base, a built-in fan base. You're not going to be able to take away from them. That's just... Like, even as much, as much as we complained about WWE, at the end of the day, we still watched it. We still would come together every Saturday or Sunday whenever they had the PLEs or pay-per-views back in the day. We'd still come together and watch them, you know? It's, you're not going to beat WWE. And also, worry about AEW. Quit worrying about WWE, you know? That's the first, those are the two things that a, uh, Tony Khan needs to do. It's just focus on AEW. Focus, focus, focus on AEW and find somebody who can book better than him because, I don't know, like this continental tournament, like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't even understand it. I don't understand There's a blue it. league and a gold league and you get points, like what the fuck? Is there a red league? I don't know. Like, I don't, How many leagues are there? Are there two or the three? I don't Is know. Dave Meltzer booking this shit? Like, it, fe- it feels like it. Um, <laughs> but it's like, at this point, I'm like, dude, just people don't care about tournaments. People care about stories at the end of the day professional wrestling is about stories go back into the olden days it's always been about stories like it uh, hulk hogan was a shit wrestler you know when you look back at it i don't want to say shit wrestler because again i've never wrestled but if you look back he was he wasn't that impressive what hulk hogan just wasn't impressive but they told great stories they had moments Andre the, picking up Andre the Giant, that's a moment. You don't have to have these crazy over-the-top moves. You don't have to like, do all this crazy shit, killing your body, you know? It's like... Him and Rock at WrestleMania 18. Yeah. Like, you can look at that match, and you can be like, well, Rock is doing a lot of the heavy lifting here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, but it's it wasn't about the match. It was about the story they were telling in the match. It was about... The moment. It was about the crowd and, and the audible noise they were making just with the two of them in the same ring. You know? And that's what CM Punk brings. He, he CM Punk, when he was in AEW, told some of the best stories. Like, come on, Tony. Like, you haven't you didn't notice that while while he was there with MJF doing all that stuff? Telling the best stories. Eddie Kingston and CM Punk telling a good story. Like, talk about two people that don't like each other. Eddie Kingston and CM Punk, they work together just fine. There was even an interview, Eddie Kingston. So, like, look, I wish he was still here. <laughs> like, he did, he was helping us out, you know? Eddie Kingston said that. <laughs> you would have thought hell froze over. Right. You know? And so it's like, what am I trying to say here? CM Punk, AW, Tony Khan, dude, tell stories. Stop focusing on the wrestling. Yes, have great wrestling matches. Of course. But there needs to be a reason for why there's a great wrestling match. You know? Like, if if you got to do seven, eight, nine, ten moves before you go for a cover and someone kicks out anyways, what, what the fuck was the whole point of doing those seven, eight, nine moves in a row if the person's going to kick out? You know? Pull Brandon. <laughs> you know? Hit the five moves of doom and get the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> Get the fuck out, bro. <laughs> Dip, bro. You know? So it's like, uh, you know, and I'm, look, and I love r- those crazy over-the-top wrestling matches sparingly. If you get them constantly, they become less special. So I don't know. I just think 
I don't think it's the end for AEW. Like a lot of people are saying, I think, I think it will be the end for AEW if they lose MJF. Yeah, and, and knowing that WWE now has CM Punk, bro. arguably their biggest star yeah. they did have, there's no way. Like, imagine Tony Khan. Yeah, like you said, imagine Tony Khan losing MJF. MJF and CM Punk back in the same company again. While Tony Khan does have you know a few high profile guys in his company, they're just they're not great storytellers like an MJF or CM Punk. Oh. And MJF is holding that company together by a string. Like it's him and Christian Cage are like, <laughs> like, have you seen Spider Man Two? Yeah. Like all like he's Toby. Mag- they're they're both Toby Maguire, just holding on for dear life. <laughs> on that, they're, they're holding on, <laughs> just, <laughs> trying to keep this shit together. <laughs> it ain't gonna. <laughs> I'm I'm with you, man. I'm I agree with everything you just said. You know, W D. WWE has it all right now. You know, yeah. And like, look, like, like we said a couple episodes ago, we can be critical of WWE. I said their one negative right now, their one con is that they're too predictable right now. You know, LA Knight versus Roman Reigns, what happened? Roman, Roman Reigns won. Walking into that, as much as people were excited for it, I was not. I was like, here we go again. Same finish. Hell, even LA Knight as the character called out <laughs> Roman Reigns finish. It's like, look, we know what your he's like, we know what your deal is. Your cousins come in, they help you out, you win. Like at this point, if a if somebody in in character is saying that, you you know there's something wrong. Like, mm-hmm. So it's like the predictability of it all. Gunther, Rhea, they need to lose their titles. Like it, like again, that's a, that's another thing. If you want the Roman Reigns title reign to feel special. Everybody else can't be having long title reigns with him. Gunther's already at oh, at five hundred and I think let's say thirty days, five hundred like thirty something days. Yeah, well, I will disagree about the Gunther part, but Rhea, like, well, that's the thing. Gunther's outgrown the Intercontinental title too. Like, he doesn't need it at that point. At this point, he's he himself has become a bigger superstar. He doesn't need the title, like. He he hasn't needed the title since Mania, in my opinion. Like at this point, at, that's just an accessory to him. At this point, like he hasn't needed it. At this point, I could see Gunther going after the World Heavyweight Championship, the Universal Title. He yeah. doesn't need it. So, like, get the fucking Intercontinental Title off of him, like as soon as you can. That way, he can start going towards the World Heavyweight or the Universal Championship, whatever, whichever championship he wants to go for. Uh, you know, and then Rhea Ripley just needs to lose it because. It's not helping her. It's not making her look any better. You know, she's already great on her own. She doesn't mm-hmm. need it. Now, there might be some people on that roster that could use it. You know, give give, give them a little boost. Yeah, I don't know who, but somebody probably. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I don't think Becky needs another world title, right? <laughs> Becky doesn't need it. Charlotte doesn't need it. You know, yeah. Like if anything, I'm more interested in seeing Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair as a tag team. You know. Yeah, that could be that could be fun. That'd be more interesting. Yeah, you know who knows? We'll see what happens in the future. But like, you know, uh, it's been—I don't know—this whole this whole this past twenty-four hours have just been insane. It's been a whirlwind, dude. It's been a whirlwind. Uh, I'm still like probably after we get off. I'm, I'm still gonna I'm gonna go watch CM Punk's return again. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it on the big screen when I get home. You know, um, but like, yeah, like 
and this this episode will probably be up tomorrow morning before Monday Night Raw. So people, you guys can listen to this. So that way, you you can, you know, get get this get this in your heads, and then watch uh, Raw with with CM Punk. And then we'll probably have an emergency podcast, you know, where well where we just talk about what we saw. Obviously, you'll have to record it on your phone and just say like what are your thoughts on. But still, we'll. We'll have an emergency podcast where we discuss, you know, what CM Punk said and what does this mean? Like, you know, so much. Who knows? Uh, but um, I'm just happy he's back where he belongs. Me too, dude. You know, uh, I think uh, he, from everything we've been hearing, he just was underappreciated in AW. People took him for granted. People, people added their own egos into the mix, and and it just created a. Uncontrolled. It just created a snowball that just was going downhill and wasn't stopping. It was just gaining momentum, coming an avalanche. And, and there are many people to blame, including CM Punk. But CM Punk was not the culprit. You know, he wasn't the sole person that caused issues. It was it was a multiple of people there who uh, sort of immature. You know, Let me just say this too. And I I said I think I said this before, like maybe a few episodes ago as well. There was no other company that Punk could have gone to. No. Like this was where he had to come back, where he needed needs to end his career. Yeah. This could help wipe away anything that happened in AEW. Like that whole run could be forgotten about. All the backstage drama, all the uh, you know, the politics. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff in that run. Mainly MJF. That storyline. I agree, but I think it's it's going to be remembered more for all the other stuff, yeah. in my opinion. Well, that's the uh, thing. Like, I think it'll be remembered for all the other stuff, of course. But then it'll also be remembered for the one great storyline AEW has ever told, and that is MJF versus CM Punk. Yeah. So it's like he's also he's he's the greatest thing that's happened to that company. He's also kind of the worst thing that's happened <laughs> in, in the same light. So it's like they caught lightning in a bottle with MJF and CM Punk, and then. They let politics and, and people in the back screw it up for them. And, and basically, they got what they wanted. CM Punk's gone. But at what cost? You know? It's a pretty big cost. <laughs> you know? At what cost? <laughs> like it, you shot yourself in the foot, you know? So, you know, at, at this point, you know, I guess we can officially just be like, we're done with that chapter of CM Punk. We're now in a new chapter. Going forward, talking about WWE, talking about him and what's next for him and, and what's next for him for the Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, like for years to come. And, you know, uh, don't be shocked if you see us on Monday Night Raw in February or even in, at WrestleMania. And Phil, in Philadelphia. Phil, yeah, and Phil, Philadelphia. Seeing Punk's hometown. <laughs> you know? So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. And I think... I think this is going to be kind of like, uh, what's the word? Cathartic, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be cathartic about it. It's going to be cathartic. And I think, I think this is where he was always meant to be. Even, even if he tried to, you know, deny it and he was like, you know, fuck that place at the end of the day, because of him, certain protocols were put in place, you know, with, with health and uh, 
being able to ask for time off when you're fucking tired and, you know, you need it. You know, you can thank CM Punk for that. They weren't doing that in 2014, or at least if they were, you had to be John Cena to do it. Like, mm. <laughs> and even John Cena barely did it because he's fucking John Cena. He's in, he's an insane man, you know? Hey, Triple H said it last night. Eventually, well, he didn't say this in his words, but everybody eventually comes home. Yeah. So, you know, it's, let's just be happy he's home, you know, and let's let's just get excited for what's, what's to come because he's gonna he's gonna give a boost to to the wwe that it needs you know it's been formulaic and now it's gonna be chaotic it's gonna be it's gonna be insanity it's gonna be he's adding a little bit of spice to it it's giving it some spice man he's giving it some salt and pepper you know <laughs> it's it's gonna be interesting and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a ride no matter what happens it's gonna be a i'm i'm here for it man we're both here for it it's gonna be one hell of a roller coaster ride yep it's gonna be a roller <laughs> it definitely is gonna be a roller coaster ride <laughs> Bring it on, bitches! <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I <laughs> like I said on our on that Facebook comment yesterday. Let the war, let the real war games begin. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But uh, <sighs> I just think next year CM Punk could be in a war games match. He could be. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm uh, dude. At this point, next year, uh, it's 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 our thirtieth. You know, we turn thirty next year. I think next year we gotta. I didn't even think about that. What? 30. Like, well, I have thought about it, but like, <laughs> we, could be, we could be going to Philadelphia. For WrestleMania? Celebrating our 30th, in a way. Yep. Wow. That's, that's how, actually, that's how we know what, that's, now that I know that, now we know what, uh, what number WrestleMania is. Because sometimes we forget what number WrestleMania is. We just got to subtract 10 years. Yeah, we're thirty. We'll be we'll be thirty uh, next year. At at ten years, that's how many WrestleManias there are. Forty. So when we're forty, WrestleMania fifty will be going on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, you know. Man. So I think <sighs> next year, our thirtieth. I think because we're getting older, I feel like let's just let's just do what we do and or let's just do what we love and go to wrestling shows. Go start, do start doing it again. Start going to Raws and SmackDowns, and hopefully there's a PLE in our future. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a while. I'm R- sure there will be. Not since the Rums, <laughs> 2022. Yeah, we're due for one. Yeah, we're due for one, dude. We're due for one. Wait, was it 2022? Yeah, or 2021? 22. 22. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. My bad. 2022. The Rums. <laughs> Yeah, because twenty one was still the yeah. uh, Thunderdome. Thunderdome, yeah. Ugh. But um, but yeah, I think uh, uh, yeah, we're that's twenty twenty four, man. It's it's gonna be a wild, especially now that Punk's back. It's gonna be a wild time in WWE. Fuck yeah, you know. Ima- imagine the matchups. You know, uh, who who do we got in WWE right now that that'd be great for CM Punk as like a fun matchup right now? We got Shinsuke. We got AJ. We got Finn. Finn. Finny Thin Thin, bro. We got Dom. We got Dirty Dom. AJ Styles. AJ Stills. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's how Nate would say it. Um, um, LA Knight, I, I feel like be more than just a match. That could be a good story there. Yeah. Um, Maybe in the summer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Chad Gable. Um, Chad Gable, man. There's, there's a lot of talent there that he could he could help out. Dirty and, Dom. Uh, Dirty That'd Dom, be a good one. You know? Um, 
I mean, he he tweeted, Dirty Don tweeted a, a gif of uh, CM Punk getting uh, pummeled in UFC and then just did a hashtag Judgment Day. <laughs> he's, already, he's already teasing him, man. He's already teasing CM Punk. He's like, oh, let's do this. Oh, man. You know? Fuck, Damien. Anybody, really. You could just name off anybody. That... Sami Zayn. Oh, f- yeah, dude. You know? Jeez. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. There's, there's... Randy. We do Randy again. Randy. Let's do Randy. Let's run it back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, man. We're living in the golden age. You know? And uh, people say that all the time, but it's true. We're living in the golden age mm-hmm. of wrestling right now. Some people and... might call it the... Maybe it was you that called it this. Or somebody else. I don't remember. But somebody said this might be the Triple H era. The Triple H era? No, I didn't say that. Oh, somebody I, else then. I said, well. this, I said this is. The, I said when, when it's all said and done, and we look back, this will be the CM Punk era, mm. where people talk about it. Always talked about him, you know, like so. And it is true. It, right now, it's it's the it's the winter of Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, storm is coming. Storm is coming, baby. A blizzard this is about to hit your town. It's going to be a permanent one. And his name is Philip. <laughs> his name is CM Punk. Philly dude. Phil. Gonna... <laughs> oh, man, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm... I'm slap happy. I'm excited. You know, I'm like your son, Theo, right now. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I got the gigs. <laughs> the gigs are back, baby. The gigs are back, baby. <laughs> I just oh. see the roof. I can't stop thinking about it, talking about it, dude. man. I keep checking. This is the most I've checked Twitter in my life. Like I keep always checking every half hour. Every time I get on Facebook or the most Instagram, Facebook mostly, it's just CM Punk right at the top of the page. Yeah. Something about CM Punk or like there's still the news breaking about Punk coming back last night. And man, I just, I got no words. Yeah, man. Uh, there are no words. Like People are still talking, you know. Like it's just it's an ongoing conversation, you know, that will not stop. Uh you know, uh let's see Wrestle Ops, what would honestly be the funniest possible opening line for CM Punk's first promo having back in WWE tomorrow? Question mark. I wonder I don't know. The like, funniest? Yeah, it would be the funniest. <laughs> well in twenty fourteen <laughs> I left sports entertainment. <laughs> I hope he does the Paul Rudd thing. It's like Look at us. <laughs> That'd be great. We're here. <laughs> no, Triple H comes out, introduces them. Yeah. And then they get in the ring together. That would, yeah, that would be awesome. That's when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, see. Do you want to talk about how much time have we got left? We didn't hit on the Drew McIntyre thing. We haven't. We will, uh, I guess we'll get to that on uh, Wrestling Overtime. Let's do it. It'll be a quick one. So, um, all right, guys. This time we will upload a wrestling over that we didn't do this one. We didn't do one uh, this past week because of the holidays, and you know we were just too busy. You know, yeah. and uh, holiday season, guys. It took I'm a sure lot out. Of us. I'm sure you all are busy too. Yeah, it took a lot out of us that first episode. So we're just, you know, we decided to take a little break with the wrestling overtime. So next, this next week we'll do a wrestling overtime. Uh, so make sure you tune in. Uh, this will probably go up on Wednesday or Thursday. We're not 100% sure. We're still trying to figure out the schedule. Now that CM Punk is back in WWE, you know, we got to, we got to, you know, get these out a lot quicker now. You know, yeah. we got, we got to get the news and the, we got to, we got to get our opinions on that to you guys a lot sooner. So, um, I think, uh, I guess we'll figure out the schedule for wrestling, for wrestling overtime. But I think the new day for, uh, wrestling with Stooges will be Mondays. Monday mornings. 
Check us out. What great way to start everybody's week. Yeah. You, on your commute to work or back from work. Or just, during work, if you drive for work. I don't know. You know, during work, if you're, if you're just messing around. Yeah, man. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll get that shit going. <laughs> that was you? That was me. Damn, bro. I was Sorry. Like, I was like, am I, <laughs> am I going deaf? <laughs> oh, man. Technical difficulties on my part. Oh, man, bro. Well, as we always say on this podcast, and as CM Punk will one day say, when he's a guest on our show, someday, I don't know when, but it will happen. We got, we're getting Dirty Dom. We're getting CM Punk. We're getting Gabe's. We're getting all the people. Otis. Otis. <laughs> <laughs> as we always say on this podcast, Stooges out. Stooges out.